Welcome to the Barfly Podcast Season 2. My name is Jeff Burkhart, Barfly columnist for the Marin IJ and author of the book 20 Years Behind Bars and its newly released sequel, 20 Years Behind Bars, Volume 2, Parole Denied. Today, my co-host is Kevin Blum, Community Director for the online review site, Yelp. Welcome, Kevin. So don't worry about tomorrow, take it for today, forget about the chat, we'll get hell to pay, have a drink on me. Hey, so today we're chatting with David Landis, president of Landis Communications, which is one of the country's most successful PR firms. And when he's not busy being a PR star, David moonlights as the gay gourmet. A terrific foodie column for the San Francisco Bay Times. And David, we're so excited to have you join us today. So thanks for joining us. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you, Jeff. It is my pleasure to be here and to don that gay gourmet hat for you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, real quick question. How did the gay gourmet column come about? Well, it's a very interesting um, process. Our good friend Susie Beeler, who was kind of the queen of restaurant PR, was working with the Cliff House and asked if I would nominate the Cliff House for Check, Please, Bay Area, which I did. And I got selected to be on that show, had a lot of fun. You know, it's such a great show and um, really gets at the heart of what dining should be about, which is um, conviviality and sharing with people and friends. And after that TV show appeared, the publisher and editors from the San Francisco Bay Times said, would you be interested in doing a column for us on the, the Cliff House? Because we love that place. And I said, sure. And that ran and we got a great response. And I said, how about if we do this monthly? And they said, great. So we're off and running and we're really having a lot of fun with it. It's always interesting how, how things get generated like that, right? Yeah, I mean, people think that, that there's this kind of a, a focus of, of, of energy. And sometimes it's just the most random thing you'd ever meet, right? I mean, just, it's crazy. Yes, you're right. And if I had tried to make this happen, of course, it never would have happened. Right. And that's why, you know, life deals you these opportunities that you need to seize. And one of the things that I've realized, you know, in my PR career, of course, I have to write a lot and I love writing, but I'm enjoying writing so much about something that I'm totally passionate about. My parents were foodies and my mom used to subscribe to Bon Appetit and Gourmet Magazine. Her name, by the way, was Laverne Shirley Landis. Could you die? Oh, that's, <laughs> I love it. And um, so I've had this passion for, for eating out as Kevin knows very well. And, uh, and now I get the chance to write about it and to really support the restaurant community, because now more than ever, I think restaurants need our support and we need to be there for them. Well, and going with that, I'm glad you brought that up. Is that, So with everything that's been going on in the past, I guess now three months, has it been three months? Um, how do you now restaurants are starting to reopen slowly, gradually uh, with new rules and regulations? Uh, how do you think they're going to uh, evolve and survive once they are officially reopened? So that's a great question, Kevin. And as you know, San Francisco Mayor London Breed has decreed that starting June 15th, restaurants can reopen for outdoor dining with certain rules in place of, up for uh, social distancing and cleanliness and hygiene. And then she's targeted July 13th 
for an indoor date. Um, and one of the things I did, uh, and I'm going to write about it in my next column for the Bay Times, is I talked to a number of restaurateurs and chefs about what did they think about this and was this timeline really something they would adhere to. And it's really all over the map from at um, Pier 39, uh, Fog Harbor and Wipeout and Pier Market are going to really try to open June 15th in their outdoor areas, provided that Pier 39 opens. So, you know, they're taking their cue from Pier 39. At Foreign Cinema, one of my favorites, they're going to open their outdoor area June 24th. Um, they're going to supply uh, masks and thermometers for their patrons, and they're going to be socially distancing only in the courtyard area there. Um, one of the more interesting people I talked to is uh, Peter Hemsley, who is at Pallet. You know, that's over there by the convention center. And um, he said there is a guideline called the HACCP, which stands for the Hazard Analysis and Critical Control Point Plan. And this was developed by Cargill, you know, the big food guys, for NASA back in the day when scientists were trying to figure out the best way to treat food handling in space. So this is a very scientific approach that he's going to take He's actually going to redo his restaurant and reopen in September, um, but doing it with the HACCP guidelines. And then we have, you know, um, Charles Fan, who says, I have no date. I, there's not enough information. I really don't know what to do. I'm working on to-go products, but, you know, I'm, I'm really in a quandary about what will happen. So I think what we're dealing with is, on the one hand, restaurateurs and chefs who are trying to keep their businesses going, and then a public, on the other hand, which is still reticent uh, and, and concerned, rightfully concerned, about going out. Um, I told, are you ready to go out and dine? Are you comfortable with it? Probably not. And, um, you know, I, I was saying that in the Los Angeles Times today, there was a poll and nearly 70% of Californians aren't comfortable going out to eat and uh, not, not just going out to eat, aren't comfortable with the reopening. Um, so, so I think, you know, we're dealing with a lot of big issues here. Well, that, you know, Karen and I have talked about that before is we can open all we want, but rest, the restaurant business has always been driven by the customer and you can have all the best intentions and all the plans and everything on paper and all the corporate backing that you want. But if the customers don't show up, it's not going to matter. And that's the part that we're at is we don't know what's going to happen. We've already opened for uh, outside dining in Marin County. We did that just the other day. So it's interesting. I've been talking to some people about what, what they're doing. And I've also seen, you know, there's a restaurant up here called Wild Fox, which decided that this was the time to actually close, that it, they, they did not want to open on uncertain times into a recession. And so, you, like you said, things are all over the place. And we really won't have a clearer picture of what happens probably for a couple of weeks, because it really is how the public responds to it. And I think the other issue too, Jeff, is, now with all the protests um, uh, and the Black Lives Matters issues that have hit our country so hard, um, 
I, you know, I applaud people who protest, but I'm very worried that those people who went out to protest, we might see a spike in infection rates a couple of weeks from now. So if, think, if we, yeah, in, in addition to what we probably were already going to see, because you know, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, who had to start back at our job and he mentioned, and, and we were talking about the fact that we are now going to be in a room with 30 other people who have had contact with God knows how many other people, and we have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, we've pretty much decided at our agency, we don't have a date to go back. And um, we have uh, our commercial leases up next April, 2021. And I don't know if we'll renew, you know? I mean, it, it seems to work fine for us to work remotely. So maybe we'll just continue that way. I, I think that's going to be, I think you're going to see a lot of uh, big businesses and tech companies follow suit. I think you're, a lot of them are going to be like, why are we spending all this money on, on rent when people can be just as effective, if not more effective working from home? I, yeah, I agree, Kevin. And, um, but what that brings up is for restaurants, you know, part of the fun, part of the main integral reason we go out to eat is for the social aspect. So if we can only go out with our spouse or partner and not share a table with friends and not hang out at the bar and not do all the things that we've come to expect, it's, it's a different experience. Now, I'm not saying it will, um, that we won't be able to figure it out because I think we will. And, and I have to say from my talks with people in the industry, they are some of the most creative people. Um, Matt Schuster at Canela Restaurant, he has paella kits that he's selling. He's selling housewares. A lot of these restaurants are converting to basically mini grocery stores, which I think is a brilliant idea. So I, I think, you know, we have the talent here and the fortitude to figure out solutions, but, um, but it's going to take a, a change and a pivot. Yeah. Well, as a PR professional, uh, you know, your other hat that you wear uh, that you wear so well, uh, what would you recommend to, um, restaurant owners so that they, um, especially the ones that have been in business for a while, not like the new newer businesses, but the more classic versions, um, to, you know, what, what would you recommend for them to remain relevant and more importantly, keep their doors open right now? So the most important thing restaurants can do is continue to engage with their customers. And I've seen some people do this very, very well. Catonia Restaurant does an excellent job of it, and they have a great newsletter that makes you want to read it. Um, and then, you know, my favorite neighborhood restaurant, Via Veneto, you know, he's just an Italian guy uh, on Fillmore Street. He's from Naples. He doesn't have a newsletter and all that. So he's relying on word of mouth. Word of mouth is only going to get you so far. And I think now's the time that restaurants need to leverage their social media presence in order to be in front of their customers. Because I'll tell you, that's one of the reasons I uh, ordered one of the meal kits from Catonia is I got this great newsletter. I thought, you know, I love that restaurant and they're delivering. They actually deliver north of market. So you don't have to go through Grubhub or Uber Eats. And it was fantastic. So that's my biggest advice is, you know, stay engaged with your audience. And the easiest way to do that, frankly, is a newsletter and or social media. 
Well, it's also interesting, like as you're saying, is we're seeing an uptick. I've been in this industry for 40 years and I've seen more creativity in the last three months than I probably have seen in the previous 30 years where people are really thinking outside the box. You know, liquor companies are delivering to your home. Wine companies will deliver to your home. There's meal kits available. Uh, like you said, the grocery store conversion type thing. There's a lot of really cool kind of things going on that gives me a, you know, a, a lot of encouragement. And, and I liken this whole reopening to a, it's a first date. This is all going to be new. This is all going to be different. It's going to be similar and familiar, but we're going to have to be a little more uh, understanding than we were before. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you were reminding me, Jeff, that one market is doing something that I think is really great. It's called Raid the Seller. I think it's on Tuesdays in the afternoon. You can go and I think you can buy any bottle of wine they have for half price. What, what a great need. I know. I know. For those of us that, you know, are proud of being a wino, that is a really good deal. So um, and they have an incredible wine list. So. I think that's uh, the chef is Mark Doman, 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 um, and I, you know. So the and the other thing is like you can get a meal to go from Dominic Kren at Italia Kren, which is a two Michelin starred restaurant. Whoever knew you could get a meal to go from a two Michelin starred restaurant? Don't worry about tomorrow. Take it for today. Please join us next time. We welcome back Joanne Weir, cookbook author, TV show host, James Beard Award winner, and all-around great gal. My name is Jeff Burkhart. Thanks for listening. Drink on me.